So we're in the on-ramp to Mobile World Congress 2020 in Barcelona. And uh, as ever, I'm here ahead of the show with Gabriel Brown from Heavy Reading to talk about some of the key themes we can expect to hear about uh, at the show. So, uh, Gabriel, from, from your perspective, it's Mobile World Congress, but really... In a way, it's the 5G World Congress. What are you expecting to be talking to people about at the show? What are you expecting to hear? So I think um, we're going into it in a, a pretty positive mood. There's a lot of excitement around 5G uh, network and service launches in 2019. Um, going into 2020, we have good momentum. However, I do think it's a kind of a period where the industry really has to focus on the hard work, the really hard work of, of scaling the technology. Yeah pretty much in every dimension, but particularly looking at coverage, um, extending the number of devices available, uh, adding features and capability to the networks as they roll out. Um, that's all perhaps a little less glamorous than, you know, for example, um, robotic surgery or whatever the, the, the use case is. <laughs> but I think it's really, really important work. We know how important the mobile broadband infrastructure is now. And in some yeah. ways you can think, 5G is modernizing one of the most important platforms for digital business anywhere. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so um, a general general sort of a positive uh, feel about 5G. What about the specifics, um, you know, in, in terms of the kind of things that you look at on, on a day-to-day -day basis? What are the, uh, in the radio access network, for example, what are, what are the key trends uh, you're seeing and, and you're going to be talking to people about? So probably the thing, the, the, the most interesting trend actually kind of identified and picked this up last year, but I think it really comes to the fore, is the transition to standalone 5G operation with a right. 5G core and so forth. That's a, a kind of a system um, application and that impacts devices, radios, core networks, transport and so forth. So there's lots of moving parts. Um, but several of the US operators have said they want to get some form of, of um, standalone working in 2020, uh, one or two Chinese. And I think... Um, SKT in South Korea as well has, has announced a trial a couple of weeks ago. So I think that's a big theme. Within that, in the round then, we start to think about, well, how do you get enough coverage to support standalone? You need to actually be able to do uplink. You need to be able to do all the control plane functions, so forth. Probably that will end up involving uh, low band spectrum. Okay. You know, if you think about where we are today with mid band and millimeter wave, it's quite limited coverage. I think low band helps a lot with that. Yeah potentially uh, in some markets dynamic spectrum sharing as well okay excellent so um, you know obviously there's been a lot of activity um, around the radio access network in 2019 uh, but of course we're, we're still waiting for some final specifications and the introduction uh, of 5g specific core network capabilities mm -hmm. I guess that's probably going to be a, a big talking point in Barcelona as well is it yeah, I think it's really the moment for 5G core. I mean, obviously, the, the architecture there, specifications are there, but actually we'll start seeing a lot more in terms of kind of concrete, I mean, con concrete metaphorically, of course, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, product that, 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 that operators can start to deploy. Now, maybe not GA, but I think we're going to see from lots of vendors um, uh, cloud-native 5G core offers. Okay. Um, this this whole idea of cloud-native is really starting to be introduced in 2020. I don't think it goes whole hog, um, but lots of activity around that I would um, expect. Okay. And where do you see the the whole topic of, um, of open source, I guess, 
in in general uh, coming into play here because uh, you know things kind of heated up towards the end of 2019 uh, some announcements around o- open ran from the operator as well mm-hmm. as the, the vendor perspective do you think that that is still a, a little perhaps a little bit of a sort of a, an outlier uh, or is it becoming you know part of uh, part of more general discussions and, and strategic yeah. thinking I mean I think it's it's the latter I think we've kind of they're, they're linked but not necessarily always the same as open source and open interfaces so we could yeah. we could we could make that distinction I think the, op- the momentum we've had open, open networking RAN, maybe yeah, open networking in, in the open RAN sense the momentum there has actually been um, very strong uh, since we talked about this last year there's been really encouraging pickup from operators the product development's doing okay um, and it's actually gone faster than I had expected. Um, I think the, the 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 challenge a little bit is going to be turning on. You know the you know how these markets work. You get a rush of enthusiasm. Everyone does a few POCs and trials. They go, yeah, this looks pretty good. But in the end, you know they don't <laughs> stick and do the big deployment because it's yep. not quite ready. And there's 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 other kind of um, it's a bit of a stick at the moment to beat the the main major vendors with in a way, isn't it? Yeah, it is a little bit. And I think. Um, it's also about this idea of vendor diversity, which has become like a really key thing in, in Very mobile networking so. in general. In yes. line, not so much because you do have more options. Uh, when you talk about 5G mobile, you know, you're limited to a few vendors. So I think that's yes. politically become very important. Yeah. Um, but there are actually, I mean, it's, it's not just PowerPoint stuff. This is going into, into networks and deli- actually delivering service in, in some markets. So there's proof points to be had, isn't there? Yeah, it's going in in at this point in pretty small uh, quantities, yep. should we say, confined yep. um, areas and so forth. Th- th- that we can expect. The question is, how do we scale from, you know, yes. doing a small, you know, a few, a few, a small town in Turkey to doing, say, Manhattan, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a gulf between them still. Very much so. So, you know, that, it, it, it can have, one, one of the things I'll be doing at MWC actually is, I'm going to be hosting the ORAN Alliance CTO panel. Oh, nice. I think that's on the Tuesday. Check, check your calendars. Um, <laughs> so there we'll have the CTOs of the major operators who are behind the ORAN Alliance. Did it last year. So this year will be an update from them on how they think it's gone, what you know, what they need to encourage and so forth. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, other, the, other, the other thing they'll be involved with uh, in some form is the uh, TIP Open RAN project group and various uh, RAN initiatives within the Telecom Infra project. Uh, I think they're also going to be making um, uh, a bit of noise at the show about you know progress they've made and, and what their forward roadmap is. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So lots of um, lots of things moving the the, the market forwards, uh, and of course this is all absolutely vital to all of the the world's hundreds of, of mobile operators. So be interested to hear as well after the event. Uh, what you think the key takeaways uh, and and key themes the event um, have been and where we head for the rest of the year. So, Gabriel, thanks very much. Sure, thank you, Ray. I'm sure there'll be a lot of uh, things we didn't talk about will blow up as big. Of course. I hope so. (laughs) 